0: This is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 137 of Gaming with Grief. And I'm just calling this episode End of the Year Wrap-Up, because it is. Uh, but I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show, or if you have, like, suggestion for a game you want me to play or anything, you can leave it below the episode title or, you know, right below the episode link. Uh, you can also download and stream the episode from... Uh, my website, uh, or SoundCloud. Uh, You can also find me on Twitter at Just or if you want to write to me directly, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com and also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store um, and tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, So, yeah, I I don't normally do, like, an end-of-the-year wrap-up, but this year... Uh, I, it felt, uh, although I didn't complete as many games as I wanted to, um, I still uh, ran a list. I got notes here, so you might hear my page is rustling, but I count 11 games that I actually reviewed this year. Uh, Fractured Mines, uh Crystallis, I tried to review. Uh, my save got lost twice. Um, Breath of the Wild, I reviewed. Uh, Dishonored 2, I reviewed. Uh, Mork dread. I'm hoping I send that right. My wife and I played that together and beat it in an afternoon. Uh, Lego Builder's Journey, that's about a two-hour game. Uh, Journey, uh, War for Wakanda, the expansion for Marvel's Avengers. That is not really about grief, but I played it and really enjoyed it. Tell Me Why, uh, which is about a mother passing away. Um, it's by... Um, I didn't want to say Telltale. It's. Um, I wrote all these notes down. Um, it'll come to me. Oh, uh, Don't Nod. It's by Dontnod. The Last Campfire uh, and Canterbridge of Spirit. So that's 11 games uh, that I finished this year, which is pretty good for me, I think. Um, But obviously I want to do more next year. Um, I took four games out of the running because I actually want to give my personal, like, Gaming with Grief Game of the Year award type thing. It means nothing. The four people that are listening to this are like, yeah, you're not going to see it on the box or anything. But this is just a game that I think... Hit me the hardest that I thought about more is the you know as the year went on and stuff like that or you know when I played it it stayed with me till the end of the year. So there's 11 games total. Four games I took out of the running. I took out uh, Crystallis because again I one I couldn't beat it because I lost my save file twice. But it really isn't about grief. It was more about nostalgia and my father because he bought me that game. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Again, this wasn't really about uh, grief. It was a little bit because I in that episode um, which I wrote this down uh, in. Uh, It was on May 24th. It was about two hours and 20 minutes, which is my longest episode. Um, And uh, it was episode 105. uh, And my friend Ben uh, made an appearance. He passed away on uh, March 8th, 2019, of glioplastoma. Um, That was the Breath of the Wild episode, the review. What he did is read my old review from the other website that Ben and I were running. Um, I found audio of Ben and I. And for some reason, I didn't think I could edit the audio I found of him. I don't know why I thought that. It was from GarageBand. I imported it into Band. Anyway, it's just a novice move on my part because at the end of that episode, not only did we talk about Breath of the Wild, but we also talked about uh, Iron Fist, which was on TV. Um, part of me wishes I would have cleaned it up and maybe taken that out, but because uh, Ben has passed away, it was kind of just good to hear his voice. Um, another friend of mine that listened to the podcast said it was actually really sad uh, when it was just me again, just talking to myself. So uh, yeah, I guess that episode ran a little bit long because we talked about Iron Fist. But again, it was good to hear Ben's voice. But that uh, game was out of the running because again, it had more to do with me playing Breath of the Wild to deal with the passing of my mom, which is a little bit strange because again, when I researched it, I found you know this massive audio file of Ben talking, and he passed away with glioplastoma, so it was a weird thing. So I guess in a way it is about grief, but in a weird roundabout way. Um, I took out Dishonored 2 just because Ben bought me that game, and it doesn't really so much have to do with grief. You know, Dishonored is a stealth puzzle game by the same people that brought you, obviously, Dishonored 1. Uh, I actually, that was, um, I did a two-parter. Part 1 was on June 7th, and Part 2 was on June 14th. They're both, uh, the first part was 32 minutes and 7 seconds. The second part was 24 minutes and 31 seconds, uh, episode 107 and 108, respectively. Um, Yeah, I like the game, but I took that one out of the running. Um, I took out uh, the War for Wakanda expansion because, obviously, uh, that is, like I said before, that is the Marvel's Avengers expansion to, uh, you know, when they introduced the Black Panther. And it was interesting. Uh, That was episode uh, 119. It's on the PS4. I played it on the PS4. It came out on August 30th. That was 31 minutes and 48 seconds. I watched uh, the panel discussion that Kind of Funny had with uh, Chris Judge, Deborah Wilson, and I feel very bad, but I forget. that Dave Fennoy, and there was another actress that played, uh, Suri, uh, that they had on there. And um, it was interesting to hear them talk about you know recording it and how they looked at Black Panther and stuff like that, especially when the uh, George Floyd... Riots were going on, they were having to record uh, lines of dialogue. So, uh, you know, they were all African Americans. So they said it was pretty rough um, to do that while that was going on. Uh, But I liked the game and thought it was really fun. But I took that out of the thing because, again, it isn't really about grief. I mean, obviously, they experienced grief when they were recording lines. But uh, for me, this is like me and I don't know what I'm trying to say. It basically. Unless it specifically has to do with people dealing with grief in the game, then I um, don't really consider it. But I um, – I, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so four games are out of the running. And I really thought about this list as I looked over it. And um, just to let you guys know, Fractured Minds was a game. I'm just going to go over these really quickly, like the dates and times I recorded these episodes. So if you want to go back and listen to specific episodes, you can of like how I came to this. Conclusion, I didn't listen to every old episode, but after looking over the notes I took of each episode, it kind of gave me a refresher. Uh, Fraction Minds was the first game I played or finished this year. It, uh, the episode premiered on March 22nd. I played the game on Xbox Game Pass, so go there and find it. It's um, 17 minutes and 44 minutes or 17 uh, minutes, 44 seconds long. Um, episode 96. Um... And then episode 100, I just wanted to point that out because I actually hit episode 100 this year, which is pretty cool. Um, and so, yeah, episode 100 came out on April 19th. It was 41 minutes and 42 seconds long. Um, on May 3rd, I tried to do Crystallis, but, again, I took that out of the running. I lost my save file. That episode debuted on May 3rd. It was 36 minutes and 43 seconds long. It was episode 102. I talked about it in that episode. I tried to play it twice and complete it twice, but I lost... I saved file two times from the um, the collection that came out, the SNK collection, which I thought was really cool for SNK to do that, but then again, it doesn't work. Uh, I talked about Breath of the Wild. That was the next one that came in on May 24th. Uh, the Dishonored 2, I talked about that. Uh, that's out of the running. Mork Dread is kind of in and out of the running. It is an incredibly abstract game, and I think it has to do with grief. You are trying to bring light to dark places, And the game gets really, really strange towards the end. Uh, There's a lot of, like, biomechanical HR Geiger stuff at the end of that game. And so I don't know, after I beat it, what to think about the game. I think it's about grief, but I can be way wrong. I do like the game. My wife and I played on Xbox Game Pass. And one thing I think that's really uh, really great about um, Game Pass is that you would try things you wouldn't normally try. Uh, and that's what my wife did. And in the pause screen, and I brought this up in the episode, when you pause it, it tells you how much of the game is complete. So you can actually you like say, hey, we're pretty close. You know, Some percentages speed up and slow down depending on the section of the game or how many times you screw up. Uh, I definitely recommend playing that game with a partner, though, because it is difficult to play alone. Um, what else? Lego Builder's Journey was about two hours. I had technical problems, but I was still able to beat the game. Uh, that... Um, was episode one hundred and thirteen? I think it came out about July. That's the only thing. That's the only date I didn't write down. I played on PC. It was on Steam. It was twenty two minutes and seventeen seconds. My um, my episode. Um, it was a heartwarming thing about a father and son, and the boy trying to you know spend time with his father, but his father had to work. You know, with no dialogue, and it was beautiful. So that was amazing. Uh, Journey was about reincarnation. I played that on... Uh, I think came out for the PS3, but I played it on PS4. Um, that was episode 114. It was 21 minutes and 58 seconds. Um, yeah, and then War for Wakanda again. I went over that. Uh, tell Me Why. I played that on Game Pass. It came out on September 13th. 53 minutes long uh, total. Um, and it was episode 121. So, again, if you want to go back and hear what I have to say about that stuff... Um, yeah, you can go there. The last campfire uh, was on November 22nd. It was The review was 16 minutes long. I gave like an early impressions video before that, but the review was episode 131. I played it on Apple Arcade. I still think Apple Arcade is a really good value. It's like $5.99 a month. Uh, if you play one or two games, it pays for itself. Yes, I found the trap of not uh, canceling it when I needed to, but still uh, I go there all the time and look at games and see what's available to play. Because if I only download one or two games, then it pays for itself. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, and the last one was a Bridge of Spirits. It came out on December 20th. It was um, 18 minutes and 36 seconds. Um... That was uh, the final review. I did like a spoiler cast the episode before that. That was episode 135. Episode 134 was more impressions of the game. So you can do like the non-spoiler episode if you want to go that. That's episode 134. But the final review for Canterbury's Spirits was episode 135. um, And that was the one that came out on December 20th. So the rest of the year or, you know, the last two weeks I was doing... Because I do like to do mental health episodes where I read articles about mental health And especially the holidays are hard for people, so that, obviously, I had an episode right before the end of the year about the holidays. Um, So, yeah, I took four games out of the running again. There was 11 games total. I took uh, Crystallis out because I couldn't beat it. I beat it years ago, but I wanted to beat it again for the podcast, and it really doesn't have to do with grief. Um, Breath of the Wild, uh, again, that was more of me playing that game to deal with my mom being sick and then listening to Ben's voice when we were doing the review, so I took that out. Uh, Dishonored 2 was, again, Ben bought me that game, and I repeat it, and I wanted to go back and beat the game. So I took that out the running, and uh, I took out the War for Wakanda, because although I like Marvel's Avengers, I've said several times in here, the kind of games I covered are somewhat depressing sometimes, and you need, uh, you know, just a kind of relaxation thing to do some way to... Uh, unwind. I like turning on a podcast, turning the sound off of Marvel's Avengers, and just punching robots and uh, doing repeated missions over and over again. I will probably... I don't have enough friends to play it to do a raid. I probably, now that they've raised the gear cap, I probably won't be able to uh, be competitive anyway in that game, you know, for whatever. But um, it's still fun. I still enjoy doing it. I like Spider-Man. There's been a lot of complaints online that he doesn't move like the Insomniac games or other games. And, you know, Fortnite brought Spider-Man in. Everybody said, oh, Fortnite is better than Marvel's Avengers when it comes to Spider-Man. He feels better. I haven't played the Fortnite thing. I don't know if that's true, but I do know playing Marvel's Avengers, for what they've created with Spider-Man, he feels pretty good. Uh, I like how responsive he is. I'm playing on PS4 because I cannot find a PS5. So I'm sure some of that stuff, you know, when they do an update for PS5, if I'm able to get one, I'll be able to see even more improvements. But I like it. Anyway, that's a massive aside. Uh... You know, um, so after looking over this list and thinking long and hard about what I wanted to do game of the year, the one game that I keep coming back to and thinking about is, uh, well, The Last Campfire. That's the game that is somewhat existential. Uh, The character is dealing with death. Uh, The people, the embers, you are Ember, but the other people that he's with are basically going, if I'm reading this correctly, like going to the afterlife. It's like them moving on. And there was someone called the Wander towards the end of the game that you run into that literally says, "I did not want to move on. I don't want this to end. I don't know what's going to happen." And Ember, the main character, says, "You know, you can't, um, you can't control this. We just, it, this is what it is. You know, this is part of life. You have to move on." And so they finally go to the last campfire and usher in uh, people coming um, to, you know, to to bring them to like their final resting place again this is a little abstract but there is a lot of sections again where you bring hope to people uh there's a small fire that is burning uh again um i have a brand new notebook i can't find my own notebook but the um voice actress for that that did the um storybook things was amazing and so although i have 14 people listening to the show and nobody from hello games or anybody involved is ever going to hear this uh, and your game is several years old at this point, uh, your game stuck with me more than any other game, uh, through the year. I keep thinking about The Last Campfire. I sing the, um, the puzzle theme over and over again in my head. Uh, you know, I think of the moments, the puzzles, and some of them were really rough. I had to look up in the end. I kind of said that last year that, um, I didn't want to, Uh, talk about puzzles or like really game mechanics, because that's not what this podcast is about. It's about how does the game deal with the subject of grief? And I think The Last Campfire is endearing enough with the amazing narration from, uh, I think, Rachel August. That seems to stick in my head, but please go back to that episode. That's episode um, uh, 131. And I talk more about that game, and I, I do more of a deep dive into like a spoiler cast for it, and um, not only that, but like the puzzles were tough enough, uh, you know, helping these people and hearing their stories about how they just wanted to, you know, the you know either their spark died, they didn't want to cook anymore, or they didn't want to build anymore. Like you find a little robot anyway. It's all very endearing and it's abstract enough, but you can pull enough out of the game. I think where they did an amazing job talking about grief and moving on, and it's just. Uh, it's whimsical in a way that kind of like sucks you in. And again, I keep humming the theme to the game. The puzzle theme is amazing. The composer, I brought his name up in there. I need to go and purchase the sound uh, the soundtrack because I guess it's on Bandcamp and I think you have to make a donation. So I definitely have to go there and pay him so I can listen to that soundtrack over and over again. Um, but yeah, uh, all the games on the, the list uh, that I listed, the um, I guess seven... Uh, Are good. I will, my, my, you know, I know a lot of people make fun of New Year's resolutions and things like that, but uh, I like New Year's resolutions because I do think the beginning of the year is a good time to kind of take stock of everything. You know, everything turns around, we change the dates. Hopefully, if you live or work uh, in a place that you can take some time off, you can really take that time off to reflect, recharge, things like that, and I think that is important. So, a lot of people dunk on New Year's resolutions because they're like, oh, I don't stick to them, why do them? You know, you don't have to make an end-all resolution, but it is still a good time to look back and kind of look forward. And I like that, so um, I'm going to keep doing it. My only real resolution is probably to complete more games uh, this year. I beat uh, I already beat Halo Infinite, the campaign on Heroic. Um, and of course, I want to beat more games for the podcast. There could be a case that we made for Halo Infinite for grief because... Uh, The UNSC has lost uh, in the Halo universe and Halo Infinite, and people have been fighting for 20-plus years against the Covenant, and there's kind of a sadness to the game, especially with the Chief. He's been doing this for a long time, and it seems like he's lost a bit. And that's just kind of the setup for the game. That doesn't give away any big plot things with some of the other characters and stuff. But um, I guess a case could be made for that, but I don't know. It, It was fun. It brought me back to the loop of playing the original Halo again. Uh, I recommend it if you have Game Pass. I played it on PC, so it looked really great. A pretty good graphics card. Uh, but yeah, really, my only re- New Year's resolution is one to just keep doing the podcast. I haven't missed a week yet. I don't want to miss a week, continue that trend. And then I also just want to complete more games. So if I come to you at the end of next year, I can say, you know, hey, there was 25 games or whatever. I got to take some games out because these are more just. Uh, you know, they weren't really having to do with grief. Plus, I've been hearing there is some new games that are coming out that has to do with grief, but they're only on the new consoles. I think I got lucky with Canterbridge of Spirits because that was on PC as well. So I got really lucky to be able to play that and uh, experience it, and it did have to do with grief, and I think it's really good. Um, if you have a game or something you want me to cover or you think it would be interesting, there was a game that my friend of mine recommended, um, so I need to uh hit him up and get the name of that. It has to do with a girl dealing with the death of her grandmother, I believe, and it's on Game Pass. So I need to hit him up again. Get the title of that. Uh, and I will be covering that. Uh this and there's a another large like sixty plus hour game that I'm trying to play to beat for the podcast that I think's not it's about grief, but not really about grief. And it uses kind of the um form of grief to tell a story and I think it fails Uh, but it is a massive game I don't want to ruin what it is I did do uh, I think it was like a year ago or whatever I did a like early impressions of it but I want to complete the game there's also a novelization of the game and I want to read that I mean this is like a big project uh, but that's just one of the things I want to do because I think uh, I can't just say like oh this game sucks I mean some people said that in the regular reviews uh, but I want to you know, as the kids say, bring the receipts and talk about why I think it, it is a very ineffective way to talk about grief, even though I think that's what the the main developer's intention was. So anyway, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of my year in review. I mean, again, I want to beat more games. Um, again, congratulations for whatever it's worth to The Last Campfire. I love the game. I definitely recommend checking it out, whether you can do it on Apple Arcade, you can buy it on Switch, you can play it on PlayStation. I believe it's even on Xbox. Whatever platform you want to play it on, please play it. Uh, I mean, it's on PC as well, on the Epic Games Store. But go there, play the game. Congratulations, Last Campfire. You win, uh, you know, my whole podcast of one. You win the game of the year. And again, I don't do things by it had to be released this year because uh, I think that, I don't know, it would be very difficult to play every game that had to do with grief in one year. It's good to be able to look back and try different. So with that, I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you enjoyed the show. I uh, will have fun uh, planning the show and stuff throughout the rest of the year. So I guess with that, that's it. But I want to remind you guys before I go that this podcast will hit my website www.gamingwithgrief.com uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. Uh, you can also drop me a line at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, maybe you have a game suggestion or you just want to write in and ask a question. Uh, yeah, or you can find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe. So I think with that, I think I'm done this week. You guys have a good uh, beginning to your year. I hope everybody's being safe and healthy, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.